You know, getting in good shape can be a real pain in the ass. Searching through 50 different brands and models. Matching new blades to old handles, right? It's it's horrible. Join our society of smarter men now. Go to dollarshaveclub.com forward slash gym to get high quality razors delivered to your door. Just a couple bucks a month. That's all it is. Couple bucks a month. Dollarshaveclub.com forward slash gym. Join today. gentlemen welcome to the jim cren no restrictions podcast we're coming to you nationwide worldwide on the sideshow network today we're coming to you from the beautiful needs hotel in lawrenceville pennsylvania right now we're bringing them to the stage we got a great crowd on hand ladies and gentlemen jim cren and the no restrictions players how's, how's everyone doing oh man how are you God, uh, we look like we're doing a government hearing here or something like that. Yes, Your Honor. We didn't take anything. I'm, I'm breaking things. I just started. So how's everybody doing today? I, you know, I got to tell you, when I was a kid growing up in a strip, I remember asking, telling my dad, saying, you know, someday I'm going to perform on Butler Street. <laughs> You said, dream on, Jimmy. You made that dream come true today. Thank you. <laughs> it's Jim Crenn, No Restrictions podcast, the Sideshow Network, Star Chevrolet, Star Nissan in Greensburg. And I am fortunate to have uh, close friends and uh, the most talented guys I know working with me right here. The, 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 the whole team, the, the core of the show, what the show is all about. How about a nice hand for Terry Jones, John Evans, and Mike Wysocki. We appreciate your loyalty and the backing of this podcast. That's what we're going to try to do a live show once a month so we could have this party. What do you think? Yeah. All right? A lot of people uh, involved. We've we got a great team. Uh, Josh Folio, our producer. Frank Mergia. We applaud these guys. Yeah. Frank Mergia, head of social media. Corey Gale back here, head of engineering. David Settlemar, executive producer. Wayne, the intern. He's somewhere around here. We have many more people to thank as we go on. Uh, Jimmy Need of Needs Hotel here. Nice hand for Jim. My man. The best fish sandwich in Pittsburgh, isn't it? It, it really is. And just a great bar. I, I great just, hangout. I just I had one, man. I just I, had I one, too. And after I finished it, I felt like I'd been roofied. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can't even move. Yeah, yeah, I got the good thing too. I don't have to. They don't skimp, man. They don't skimp, guys. It might have been my roofie. Big time. <laughs> Mikey, why are you roofing so, John? So, so let's start, let's start with, uh, with a quick update here. And this could echo down the streets. This could be dangerous, these stories. Uh, but we, I want to give you an update on the, the guy that we covered uh, about a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, with the inflatable penis. The guy who had the artificial penis. And uh, if you missed that episode, you want to download it. It's more detailed. But he got an operation for a, a fake penis, and it, it got stuck in the hard section for eight months. Eight months. Yeah. It's still stuck. And he actually is, this week is the trial. He's suing the doctor. 
I would love to see that trial. I'd like to see the sketch artist on that. You know. I, I'm, I can't believe this poor guy he said he can't ride a motorcycle anymore. All that stuff. And the reason I bring it up, too, is because, actually, I want you guys to, we, we, I think we pitch in and buy the movie rights to this guy's story. That's a, right? That's a great movie, man. I could see it now. The Academy Awards, right? Like, uh, like Paul Giamatti on stage and going, you know, I got the uh, winner for Best Actor in a motion picture, uh, Russell Crowe for Beautiful Penis. Right? The emotional Russell Crowe. Hey, uh, thank everybody. I just want to say uh, thanks to uh, Bobby De Niro for passing up on this role. Uh, thanks Jim Crenn. Uh, doing an eight-week shoot, he'd say, it's a, hard, it's a hard shoot. I can't go on. He'd say, remember, remember Daniel West? He's hard. <laughs> it was harder on him, wasn't it? He's a great man. I can see the emotion. And also the reason I bring it up is because I want to segue into this other story. And yes, we are on Butler Street, so if you're listening, downloading, the cars are driving by. How you doing out by the, the sidewalk out there? How are you? Got people all the way out on the sidewalk here at the Needs Amphitheater here. They look hot as hell. But it's very hot today in Pittsburgh. I hope you all got Gatorade. Well, they, well, they, well this story is, is my favorite story, too, there, of the week, is because this, this is a segue after the guy who's suing Peter. This other guy, it, he's not suing anyone, but, but he's, he's had, he had a problem. I don't know if you've seen this on the internet, but it's a man who has a 134-pound ball, scrotum. True story. Just one ball. Just, well, one of them, Mikey, were swelled up, uh-huh. but he had, like, so he had a milk crate to sit the ball on when he would sit down. So he'd lay the, the ball on the milk crate, and he'd sit down. So he had it removed, which, which was kind of nice. I mean, he could wear underwear again, he said. He has it down to a normal ball. But I thought that was just such a good feel-good story. But also, I want to say <laughs> feel good how, story. It, it is. how it happened, though, he, 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 I read the story. He said in the middle of the night, this guy, he, I don't know, he said he hurt his ball in the middle of the night. I've never done that in the middle of the night. Have you ever hit your ball that hard in the middle of the night nah, by man. yourself? Not yeah, and he said he got out of bed, and his ball started to swell. Son, his ball weighs like an average man's size. So, well, it got there, know, but it didn't. It 134 was, pounds, that's a big-ass ball. No, but I'd, it started like normal, and there was like a little, he like tweaked it. And that's how he heard it. He, so he had not hit his ball, and it turned into a grown-ass man. It starts the, well, yeah, well, no, it swelled up. It was probably golf ball size or bigger. Oh, no, maybe softball size. Then he goes to the hospital. <laughs> he goes to the ER, and the guy at the ER... Is there a bike rally today we missed? <laughs> I missed think a memo so. On that. So, so he goes to the ER, and they give him antibiotics. And, and the, the guy, they said it'll be all right. And it gets worse. It starts growing more and more until it got the 134 pounds. And the thing I want to say is, guys, if, if that ever happens to me, if my ball gets to 35 pounds, I want you to say something to me. All right? I expect seriously, t- Terry, uh, Johnny, what do you, Mikey, what do you want me to say? Just, just pull me around and say, Jimmy, your ball is too fucking big. <laughs> Something's, it's got to go. Go see the ball doctor. Don't, go, the ball how did doctor. this guy let it get to 134? That's what I don't know. That's, that's the part that's bothering me. How much did this guy weigh altogether? 500. The, I, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a spelt 375 so he, now. He was 375 now and I had a big ball, and now he's 500. He's 500, here. <laughs> and I'm how, serious. How, there's how a picture of him. Do we get, there's do a we picture. Have no, I don't know. He's a type of six footer. So he's a picture of him online wow. with, on the, with the milk crate, with the ball on the crate, man. I'd love to see your Google search history, Jim. I know, really. How did you... Imagine me getting my iPad fixed, somebody looking, trying to man, the guy with a big fucking ball and inflatable penis. Who is this guy? I can the imagine old... that guy going to a, a prostitute and saying, how much for regular sex? And she says, uh, $150. How about just for the balls? And she goes, well, I'm going to do that by weight. <laughs> It would make, $50 a pound. It would it's make teabagging a, quite a chore. You'd have to work out and get some <laughs> upper arm strength just to lift it up to do it. That, he, would, that would be the biggest hurt problem her. for she, me. She'd Yo. get a concussion. You could see other than the death. Well, son, that's not a teabagging. That's duffel bagging because that's a big ass <laughs> ball. You, you don't just, you know. Give him the old duffel bag. I never seen a 134 pound teabag. Not even in Guinness, son. I, I never seen that shit. I'm still looking. With Jim's uh, searches. I wonder, I, wonder if he, I wonder if he misses the ball. Because he had it for so long. He's had it for like a couple of years, man. He probably misses it. Because, you know, you get attention. You got a milk crate in your ball, you know? That gives a whole new. It would uh, gather a crowd. Whole new definition of the term manscape. I think. I mean, that's like you'd have to hire someone, wouldn't you? Yeah. Thirteen hours. So that was our feel, that was our ball story of, of the week. If I had balls that big, I would get one of those Walmart carts with the mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about the ones that you drive around in and uh, just yeah. stick my ball in it and drive around. And people would be like, "Yo, he got balls of steel. He has some big ass balls." <laughs> Look at the balls on this guy. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. The <laughs> if you're a woman, that, they say, he has Sam's Club balls. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey, we could talk about balls all day, but I'm going to change the subject. Um, the, the, today, uh, I, I was laughing my ass. I did a, uh, a walk for uh, epilepsy uh, this morning, and, uh, and Josh and Aaron went, went along with me to get in the car. And the first thing he goes, Jimmy, you got to see this video that came out last night. And we have to play it for you. And you have to hear this video. It, it's all over the place. Right? It's a big bower video. There's a newswoman in Oakland, California. Okay. Now, first off, before this even plays, I want to say we're, we're not making fun or any humor on the plane crash victims or anything from, the, from the, all that, that that just went down. So not, this is just what this lady read on this news report. This lady channeled her inner Ron Burgundy of Anchorman. <laughs> Somebody pulls a practical joke and puts, I cannot believe this made it on the air. Uh, we ha I think we have it here to play. Josh, let me play it for everybody. So you can hear it. This is a news anchor. Coroner is still trying to determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Tu Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing on Saturday. Captain something Wong. <laughs> Hilariously Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Could you believe that? That is Ron Burgundy all the way. Something Wong. Something Wong. 
Did she not get it after the first one? Yeah, she didn't pick up one, anything, you know? You should know <laughs> that you're being punked. In, unless you're just racist as hell from the get, and you just can't help it. You're just like, oh, this is normal. <laughs> I just, we just had to play that for you, man. I just, I just laughed. I'm a, I almost wrecked the car. I did. <laughs> She should have apologized by saying me so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh, man. All right. Let's do that for you. Anyway, it's an interesting story. At a a children's church camp this past week, they asked the kids, true story, they asked the kids to draw Jesus. So the kids drew Jesus. And they posted the picture of what the kids drew online because what the kids drew of Jesus, Jesus looked exactly, and I'm not kidding, exactly like Chuck Norris. <laughs> I love that. And I mean, really, he looked the beard, the whole thing. And I don't know how they get, how did the kids get there? Was he in a flannel shirt like and stonewashed jeans? No, no, he had like the, the, this colorful outfit, but you know, like kids would draw. But these kids are like, you know, 10 years old or whatever, and 12 and are little. They're kids, but they're drawing, and they don't know Chuck Norris's. How do they do that? It's a miracle is what I'm saying. <laughs> Chuck Norris may be God, and we don't know. I was amazed at this picture, you know? How did they get there? Chuck Norris doesn't walk on water. Water moves around Chuck Norris. Exactly. It goes right with the old Chuck Norris. So they were, and how would, they, would, would all the apostles be action heroes? Would be Stallone be St. Peter and, you know, Statham Paul or something? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Look out for Judas. We got Judas. Yeah, Judas, Judas is going to betray us. Arnold would be Judas. I, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Uh, the roundhouse kick was killing me. I said, uh, who's your daddy and what does he do? And he said, my daddy is God. I said, how is he God? <laughs> it's not the tomb. <laughs> I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even finish. I'm sorry. I know, really. I, oh, the man. Expendables 3, but it would say, be... we got to go to church right now. What, what then you can tell called? we have guilt up to that, huh? The, the, the Expendables uh, 3 AD or something right. like that. <laughs> something crazy. Like, I, I don't oh, know. God, it's between it's BC funny. and AD somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in there. I'll tell you what. You know, we, we have sponsors, of course. And uh, we're going to do a little break here. How about a now word from one of our sponsors for you? No one's aging more gracefully than George Clooney. He makes getting older look cool. That's why when it comes to denture adhesive, George Clooney chooses Polydent Denture Grip. Have you ever been talking to the paparazzi on the red carpet? Your dentures fall out when you're popping a pee. Or you have to ask a hot French bistro waitress for a glass to soak your teeth because your gums are getting sore. You start to make out with a 22-year-old supermodel and lose your upper plate in the mouth. I know what's happened to me. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Because of Polydent Denture Grip. Thanks to Polydent, I can unhook a brawl strap with my teeth again with confidence. And I can once again chew gum to cover up my old man breath. Worst Brad Pitt calls it the smell of death. Polydent is so strong, I can use it to glue the bumper on my rascal scooter or glue Don Cheadle's mouth shut when he attempts to do that bad British accent in my ocean movies. Choose Polydent to smile again. That's George Clooney. For Polydent Denture Grip. I'll tell you, these commercials. <laughs> there's something. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, this, is not, this is like a feel good show because you're all. Uh, yeah, Jag Officer here and everybody. And we th- hey, thank you for coming out, everybody. Everybody. Thank you. 
great afternoon. Appreciate it. I want to, we want to uplift you today. So, you did, so I, got, I got a real feel-good story here for all of us here. There's a guy named Rafi Riggs who, this is sad, sad first and gets happy. He fell off a roof about nine years ago, and he's quadriplegic, the poor guy. He lost uh, feeling below his waist, but this is the good news. He found out about six months ago, you ready for this? He could have orgasm in his thumb. Isn't that great, guys? His, yeah, his girlfriend was massaging him and started to suck his thumb, and his eyes, he had orgasm. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I just thought that was the greatest thing. This guy, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he got the thumb orgasm. Could you imagine? I know every guy's thinking about it, going, that would be interesting, your thumb orgasm. I'd be like, if it were me, I'd be like, hey, Jim, where's your girlfriend? Oh, the one with buck teeth over there in the corner. <laughs> I wonder how many guys would actually suck their thumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Then it'd be but different, like, wouldn't yo. it? Hey, I don't suck my thumb, man. If your thumb was hard <laughs> for eight <laughs> months. Yeah, I right? Do I don't do like, that, what are, you, what are you doing? <clears throat> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We'd shake hands for a long time. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you could save he a lot of money on uh, rib surgery if you had a thumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard of toes thumb. being a uh, erogenous zone, but not the... Really? Yeah. Oh. Are you Come a toe on, guy? Jim Cran, are you telling you've never sucked a woman's toes before? I have, I have. Okay, all right. Well, then. My wife has clean feet. <laughs> He's all indignant. Toes? Yeah, I know. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I've I'm it. on the defensive. <laughs> what do you mean by that, John? <laughs> toes. So you're a foot guy, huh? I'm not a foot guy, but I've uh, been with foot girls <laughs> who wanted their toes sucked. You got to explain that. Uh, it, no explanation necessary, James. Uh, just uh, some women like to have their big toe in your mouth. Girls, is that true? Any girls? Any any toe girls out there? Yeah, You're no. just screaming no, but you like No, those gotta be one. The toe girls are real quiet. Them, yeah, any, the yeah. ones you know, they they ain't saying shit. They just mmm, mmm. <laughs> that woman just moved her feet back. She like, did. She, she did. Like, she looked at you. Was, like, oh, she looked at you like, like a guy <laughs> in a lifetime movie, man. <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> I, I, John Evans, so, the toe so, sucker. So with this thumb thing, so if you're yeah. playing video games, does that mean you playing with yourself? I mean, is that a new way of masturbating? <laughs> like playing Call of Duty? Yeah, because like yeah, vibrate. the vibrate, you would lose on purpose. Like, oh, you shot me. Oh. You know, you just made oh. me think. That's great. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. That guy saying. played video games all day. Oh, he probably did. X- he probably had PlayStation 3 <laughs> and Xbox at the same damn time. Just, yeah. Oh, just all through. He's my hero. He's my <laughs> hero, man. I'm hey, so play. speaking of heroes, man, we got we to gotta talk about uh, Jay-Z. Anybody get the, the, the new uh, album by Jay-Z this week? Magna Carta? Yeah, right? Magna Carta, Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. That's, the, that's the big thing right now. Yeah. He, he sold, uh, Jay-Z sold a million records. Uh, to Samsung and his album went platinum before it even came out. So this dude can sell anything. He is a businessman. He's a business. One of his lyrics is, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. So he's, let me handle my business, Dan. He's the modern day Sinatra. Oh, he's beyond Sinatra. He's the he new can, Sinatra. Oh, he can sell anything. Wow. I said beyond Sinatra. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who assassinates Woo! me. Somewhere Elvis fans are happy I said that shit. Wait, because yeah. he, he outs- didn't outsell Elvis. Yeah, he uh, broke Elvis's record. Uh, he tied it with 11 number one records, and uh, now he's on 13. So he'll, he he'll, never, he'll never break Elvis's Percocet Demerol record. No, that one, <laughs> that one Elvis got. <laughs> that one Elvis got. <laughs> he is not going to touch that. 
Elvis uh, and a couple other people that like painkillers. Well, I, I got, I got, I'm gonna buy it. Well, you know, well, I already did buy it actually, but you know, I gotta say, uh, I want to tell you guys about. I, I was gonna say I wouldn't use my credit card because the guys want me to tell the story. It's happened. Yeah, Hetty had uh, identity theft last week. If anyone had fell to this identity theft with a, yeah, a credit card or a credit card, I, I get a call. It's like at like ten at night last week, and it's the Visa company, and they're like, uh, "Hello, Mr. Crane, yeah." Did you spend three thousand dollars at GNC today? I'm like, oh shit, Hetty's into the health shit. I'm like, I'm gonna go downstairs and a, a crate of the, the fucking uh, oxycut or something, whatever that is. Hydroxycut. Hydroxycut, whatever that is, bad tasting. Like, oh my god. Then they said, and did you spend three thousand dollars at Victoria's Secret? You're like, I hope so. Uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're like, yeah, lady, I, I, I went in and bought uh, 200 Miracle Bras, of course. Jim got his thumb ready, like, yes. But that, but it was, and it was, <laughs> but it was like a couple thousand. Nordstrom would go to, now, the nice thing is Visa, they, they, they don't bug you. They, like, they take it off. It's insured and all that kind of stuff, so good for Visa. But it was just such a weird thing to happen, man. It's just, the, you know, somebody just special. GNC, you'd think maybe... Terry Jones stole your credit card <laughs> and is buying protein powder. <laughs> Terry's like, three grand, that's a week. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, a week's man, a that's protein not That's a week, yeah. I need more than that. Creatine. Well, they say you got, yeah. You, you, you need some creatine. Creatine and arginine. You, you got, you, yeah, you got, you got to be careful, man. It's pretty wild. That was my uh, public service announcement of the day. It, it's crazy, man, how they get the information, too. Like well, they, how they do it, Terry? They, they what happened? Have, they have, like, these uh, fake cards that they can scan your information. Like, you go to, like, a gas station, and they just put it in, and they take all the information on a magnetic strip. Those and bastards. Spread it, yeah. So they always spend online because you could go to a website and pretty much spend without having to confirm the card. I, so, I, yeah. I just picture some little, you know, Middle Eastern guy in San Diego going, yes, I am Hedy Kren. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to do, yes, I do, I do love the, the, the health powder. I'm Hedy Kren. I would like the thongs, 2,000 thongs in Victoria's Secret. I'm Hedy Kren. For, for the virgins, whenever he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I am Eddie Crane. My, my brother, Jim Crane, is podcast. He told me, give me credit. I said, go, go, Eddie, go. Go, Eddie, go. Have fun. Just spend the craziness. Protein powder and thongs don't even mix. I know. Unless Eddie was doing bodybuilding. Like, she just... Came I out of nowhere, like, like I'm going to do a yeah. competition. Who stole her Unless you're wearing card. the fucking thongs and getting in shape. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's going to be Mr. Pittsburgh next year. I thought, I was like, bodybuild powder and thongs. Like, did, did they, you know, bodybuilding transvestite steal the card? So I have no idea. But that's an amazing thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so... And no one else had that ever happen? Any, no identity yeah. theft here? I, someone yeah, called me. Yeah. Someone called well, me. Our uh, folks had it. Yeah. And said... Uh, are you trying to spend $300 at Walmart uh, right now? And I said, no, I wasn't. And then they, they said someone was trying to buy some stuff. And I asked them, I go, how, well, how could they do that? And they said, well, we can't tell you that. Then you'd know how to do it. <laughs> Real. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> then you'd know how to do it. Fair enough. Hey, man, we checking on your card, but uh, we don't want you to steal other cards, too, <laughs> by telling us and confirming if you're helping. That's, that's crazy. And you know what's crazy? They they can tell by like your spending patterns. You know, if you're if you constantly spend in Pittsburgh, 
they could tell. And if you spend outside of Pittsburgh, that's when there's like a flag. So the fact that oh, yeah, this was in San Diego, the, the see, card or whatever. They like, already knew. They knew. That's impressive. Hey, they knew La Raza Edge information. So they had to, you know, handle it. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like it'll, it'll be in like Mexico or they'll be like, hey, are you in Brazil right now? Fuck no. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Didn't I just spend money at Walmart yesterday? No. In <laughs> Pittsburgh. See, si, I'm heading green. <laughs> I ain't in no goddamn Brazil. miracle bras. <laughs> Are you trying to buy 5,000 uh, pinatas? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. It's, it, it, Wait, it's <laughs> funny pinata. My, I, my cousin saw the worst pinata uh, ever. It was uh, Really? Yeah, this was a struggle pinata party. Um, <laughs> they... <laughs> The, the kids had a wiffle ball bat yeah. and uh, their dad's uh, tie, like a business tie, wrapped around their head. Oh my. And I guess they couldn't afford a pinata, so the family put all the candy and shit in a balloon and blew it up. Aww. And they were just hitting this fucking balloon. And of course, it's not going to pop because you're hitting it with a wiffle bat. So it just kept bouncing back. It's like torture and, for the kids. Yeah, and the kids were like waiting around. Kids going to be in therapy one day. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't was, break it. That's the level of hell they don't tell you about right there <laughs> for kids. Yeah. You got to tell your kids that, hey, if you're bad and you die, you're going to be playing with that pinata with a wiffle ball. <laughs> you ain't going to get shit out of it. Just, just hopes. <laughs> Boy, times is hard. I'm telling you. know? Hey, t- how, about, how about a little uh, word, word from one of our sponsors? Women be shopping. Women be shopping. A little word from one of our sponsors. <laughs> Anybody want to hear some pants in that? Shopping for the kind of clothes that say Pittsburgh the moment you walk into the room? Then shop at Pantsonat. Pantsonat, the Pittsburgh store that fits all your clothing needs. I get my disability check and pal, it's down to Pantsonat. This week, Pantsonat features the all-new polyester triple-pleated saggy-breasted suit to accommodate your unsightly man boobs. The suit with new Pantsonat technology that lifts and separates your boobs, making them more supple and appealing. Hey, Dad, we say doctor don't eat corner. He's giving free mammograms, son. When you get my age, you get man boobs, all right? You got to take care of these things. Dad, does Mom ever get jealous of your man boobs because they're bigger than hers? Yeah, you know, she sometimes does wear the ugly head of jealousy, son, but that's life. It ain't my fault I have this beautiful beer gut to support them. It's just being blessed with genetics. Hey, when I put this triple-pleated, saggy-breasted pants and that suit on, I strut my double D's with pride. Wow, Dad. I hope I have man boobs someday. You will, son. That's why I'm getting you this pants and that man boob training bra. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, pants and that. Pants and that. The clothing store where yens get more. Pants and that at a strip mall near you. <laughs> well, you know, we, we can't go on without talking about the Aaron Hernandez thing, man. That, that's unbelievable crazy news, huh? Unbelievable would happen. We talked about it a little bit, you know, last week, too. But uh, the, the whole deal, it just amazes me this guy threw his life away. You know, 23, was he 23, right? $40 million contract, just tossed it away like nothing. And it, the, the amazing thing, too, how about he had this, we talked about this a little bit, but the, the security footage that he, that he crushed it up and gave it to the cops and stuff. Did he ever, he did not ever watch CSI or any shit like this. Like, <laughs> I mean, he put it together in like a day, you know. But the, yeah, he, he, this guy has no chance, does he? It's over for him. 
Yeah, that, that fool was watching Miami Vice. I think he thought he could get away with it. Like, they have no technology. <laughs> I mean, my God. <laughs> like, nah, man, that was uh, an 80s, son. Did you, you, did, you see, did you see the get letter? The Netflix. Did you see the letter that, uh, they, that it showed up uh, that he gave Kraft a few years ago? He, he, like, had a letter where he's like, I just want to pr- tell you right now I want to be a role model. I'll never do drugs. You could test. You could test me nine times a day or some some <laughs> shit like that. Just draft me. I promise you, I will not let you down. Oh, they boy. found like in his flop house with drug scales, everything in there. <laughs> Jesus. He was measuring coke daily. Not good. I don't not get how he was hanging out with Tim Tebow. How did that happen? How did those two people hang out together? It's like yeah, Ricky right. Schroeder and Rick James in the it's 80s. A- like, why the fuck are these two guys <laughs> hanging out with each other? You got a point. That's pretty wild, oh, man. They, they were at the Heaven and Hell fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Pick a side and then. I like paper clips, paper clips, paper clips. <laughs> yeah. He's probably Sesame putting, Street. like, you know, drugs in his drink or something. Um, T-Bow's probably getting high. didn't know it. You know, I see God everywhere around you, Aaron. <laughs> I just see the Lord every time I drink this soda pop. It's amazing. You're an amazing man. It's, it's sad. He was a, he's a gang member. He was, he was a gangster. Now, did they find okay. out? Was he in the gang? Yeah. They said they were looking into that. Is, is they, it maybe he might they be? said he was in a gang in his, uh, in his area. Isn't that... That's, yeah, you guys heard that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was, was in like, prison. I, he's like, like he's going to have to join one now, I guess. Well, you know, we were talking about it yesterday. Remember they said yeah. that he's very comfortable in his cell. Yeah, what's that all like, about? <laughs> like he gave a compliment like he's very comfortable in his cell right now. What does that mean? He's at home. He's at ease. He's eating Jello. Everything's normal. Well, he better be comfortable. He's going to be there a long time. Yeah, I think he knows. Life. He's like, oh, fuck it. This is it. Yeah, really. The only time I'm playing football is in the shower. <laughs> Pass the soap. <clears throat> I got them hands. I ain't never dropping this shit. $30 million. <laughs> hands. That's right. He has all the money. You know, Aaron, you're buying cigarettes again today. His favorite food was a bologna sandwich before he got to jail. So just, <laughs> he was like, this is nice. I like this. Do you want some this mustard on that? No, I'm cool. Just give me the bread and the bologna. It's like, yeah, he's just crazy. He got went crazy, man. So, you know, speaking of crazy in sports, we, we got to talk about uh, Anna Benson. Did you see the story of Anna Benson? Chris Benson, former uh, pitcher for the Pirates and the Mets, married uh, the stripper years ago, Anna Benson, who became a penthouse pet and all that. It's, it, it's, hard, it's hard to believe, though, that uh, that marriage didn't work out between him and a stripper. I was stunned, but it didn't. And so she, she walks into, she walks into uh, the house in Georgia. He lives in Georgia. Blue right up. He walks into the house in Georgia, and she has a bulletproof vest on, a gun, uh, ammo belt, and she, she looks at Chris Benson, and she says, I want $30,000, because she wanted, yeah, so I want money. And, and he said, quote, uh, my wallet is outside. <laughs> and she fell for it. So I was amazed. So he leaves and he goes into the basement and calls 911. No. I thought you were going to say he came back with Monopoly money. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. When he says my wallet's outside, who carries $30,000 around with him in the wallet? You know, that's the craziest thing. And then when he arrested her, right? She said, uh, they said, what are you doing? You threaten this guy. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. I just stopped by to get the mail. 
That's what she told <laughs> Man, why are you trying on that bulletproof vest? That is – oh, this is from the 50 Cent line. This is Versace. 50 Cent asked me to try this one. Where is that penny saver? <laughs> I – but is that not the most bizarre thing? Is, I mean, well, she's got a nice track record of crazy, though. Yeah, yeah, Anna. she does. You know. Is he, is he, does he still pitch? Is he out of Oh, no, no, he's retired. Okay. He's retired, man. Then he just definitely did. doesn't have $30,000. No. Wow. Well, he might. He might have saved his money. He's, he was making big money, so that's oh, the whole yeah. deal. Well, you know the, the way athletes uh, constantly mismanage. Well, I, I think I mismanage. I think Anna's probably spent it. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, you know, the but, fact that she believed him is amazing. That's the ultimate Jedi I love, I love that. I love the fact. Yeah. Yo, I, I want to know what else he could have did to get out of that. Like, she yeah, really? was like, give me the money. I'm not here. You're right. Where'd he go? Yeah, really. <laughs> God damn. I just came here to get the mail. I, I just want to know what else he could have said to get out of it. To think my, I, it's in my wallet outside? Outside. The fuck? Who puts their wallet outside, too? It's, like, it's, in, it's, it's outside on the driveway. <laughs> you know, I keep it there, honey. <laughs> hey, or he could have sent her on a chase, like, on some, like, National Treasure stuff. Like, look, you want to go all the way to Butler <laughs> Street yeah. and order a fish sandwich from Needs <laughs> and tell them... He should have bought a soda cracker. You know what? Why didn't he tell? Why didn't he tell uh, her it's in the basement and he could have locked her in there? That would have been a good move. She would have went. Hey man, he's in the basement. In my wallet. You, you first. You, you go get it. <laughs> you know? She, did you remember the interview when she, she was uh, first went to the Mets? She, she said in a couple of interviews, she said, uh, "If he ever cheats on me, I'll sleep with every Met in the organization." Yeah, he took a lot of shit for that one. <laughs> pretty wild yeah yeah she was crazy and, and then she and true story she uh they had like a photo of it she actually attacked another baseball wife in an argument with a dildo <laughs> she did <laughs> i know who knew it was a dangerous weapon like that hey man it works I'm on glad grand theft she auto <laughs> yeah she didn't hurt she didn't hurt the other girl thank god because that would that would be horrible at the er you know yeah <laughs> Hey, yeah, what happened? How'd you get a concussion? I got hit in the head with a dildo. Anna Benson? Yeah. <laughs> That's a twisted story, but speaking of twisted story, let's go to Mike Wysocki with Twisted Sports. Mike A. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to start with some breaking news, which is rare for a podcast, but uh, this just in, another NFL player has just been arrested. Uh, stay tuned for details. So not including the one that just happened, there have been 89 NFL arrests in the last year and a half since January 2012. So we're averaging five a month. And in case you're wondering, Detroit, just like in real life, leads the league in run-ins with nine. And Cincinnati, which can't win anything in football, including this, is second with six arrests. Now, New England has only two arrests, but the one they have is a big one. Aaron Hernandez, who allegedly killed two people in 2012, killed another in 2013 because that guy knew about the 2012 murders. 
If this is so, Aaron Hernandez would be guilty of three murders, breaking the all-time NFL record set by Orenthal James Simpson in 1994. A 19-year record. I thought that was like DiMaggio's 56. Right. You know? Who would have thought? The 72 Dolphins. I never thought that was going to be broken. Correct. So in the last year and a half, here are the top five non-Aaron Hernandez arrests. Number five, free agent Titus Young arrested three times in a week, <laughs> breaking, uh, breaking into a house, suspicion of DUI. I don't know what that is. Like, we can't prove that you're fucked up, but we got a pretty good idea you are. Then arrested again for trying to take his car from a tow yard. All in one week. Number four. Pittsburgh Steeler nose tackle Alameda Tamau. Tamau. Drug driving and crashing into parked cars while being chased by the police. Just a rookie mistake. A pro wouldn't do that. A rookie might do that, but not a pro. He won't do that next year. Number three, Tennessee wide receiver Kenny Britt, a repeat offender on the list. DUI as he attempted to pass through a security gate at Fort Campbell Army Base. <laughs> Pretty weird to say let's all fucked up and let's go to the army base and see what happens. <laughs> Number two, Cincinnati wide receiver Jerome Simpson. Uh, one count of drug trafficking after receiving two and a half pounds of weed at his house. Pulled a Robert Parrish and had it delivered to him. <laughs> Chief. And the number one, the chief <laughs> NFL arrest goes to Minnesota running back Caleb King in April of 2012. Fractured a man's skull after the victim told King he looked like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> what Everybody think I look like Eddie Murphy. I know. <laughs> always, 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 always. I'm going to whoop his ass. When did Where that, when did that I look become like an insult? <laughs> I like Eddie Murphy. What did that become an insult? I thought he was a pretty good-looking guy. But NFL players are being hauled off to jail at a rate similar to dissidents of the Chinese government. We have 49 arrests so far this year in the first six months of 2013. Seven more to go to, br to break the record of 48 set in 2012. So here's to you, Roger Goodell. Good work at keeping a positive image of the NFL. Mike Wasaki. Saver Mikey, since we're, since we're on sports here, Terry was telling me about this NBA player who uh, is making making the news a bit. Now, Terry, he uh, said he was abducted by aliens. Yes, uh, I don't know if you guys heard this story. This is the hot news story right now in sports. Uh, Mr. Baron Davis, who used to play for the New York Knicks, recently came out and said two weeks ago he was abducted by aliens. <laughs> Which I didn't even know black people get abducted. But so he's gonna go down in black history as the first black man to ever be abducted by aliens. Ever. That that he's that's a up there. Yeah, that's yeah. a groundbreaker, man. That's up there with Pioneer. the first black man that took a shit in a white toilet, you know what I mean? That's that's up there. But was, was he probed? Was he probed? Well, I, tell, I, him I about the, tell him about the eyes. The eye, okay. What is, what is so what, <laughs> what I want to do is I, I kind of have to quote this because it's, it's too it's funny bizarre. not to. Okay. And he was dead serious. He did an interview on his podcast. And this is from CBS Sports. You can look this up. And he goes, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. It's funny. He goes, and, and this is probably how he sounds, too dumb as hell. I, I was... Um, on my way from Vegas, and I'm reading this quote, okay, this is a quote. I was um, 
on my way from Vegas here to LA. And I'm a little tired and shit. And I see this little uh, light, right? And I think it's a big ass truck. Then next thing you know, dude, like I was this fucking, it was this fucking steel thing. It was like a scene from Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's, he's, he's fucking crazy. (laughs) He said, (laughs) he said, these fucking crazy looking people who were half human, like half fucking ugly motherfuckers. (laughs) He said that? (laughs) He said this. This is quote. (laughs) He said, uh, and then he goes, they were, uh, dude, they were poking me on my nose and my eyes and shit. And then he goes, they had my hands like tied up. And the next thing you know, I was fucking in Montebello, dude, burning rubber on the way back to L.A. It was like four hours in the morning. It's four o'clock a.m. He was serious about this? He said, now, check this out. I just got off the next exit. And then he goes, I come back and like, I'm sharper and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> No, we don't know what the fuck you mean. Can you imagine? Can, can we you, don't could you, know. Could you imagine Shaquille O'Neal hearing this and going, "Man, I tell you, I retired, and then the good weed comes into the league." <laughs> That's bullshit. Wait, wait. Here's my favorite part. I'm retaining information in now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the moral to the story oh, is: God. don't do acid and drive from Vegas to Los Angeles. That's, how how that's great a, would it be if you got called well, up, if Baron Davis got called up on the alien ship and sitting in a big captain's chair was Sam Cassell? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I always suspected. I always knew he was half alien. He looks like it. <laughs> yeah, he's it, man. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, why, but why him? Wonder why they want, you know, why Baron Davis? I, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, you want to duck? LeBron James or something? Well, you know, that's the thing. They knew that's they what I'd want to meet you know, if I was an alien. <laughs> they knew they couldn't get to him. That's so they it. They couldn't get to his bodyguards. <laughs> they was like, hey, man, pick him up. That's, that, is, that's that reminds me of Brother from Another Planet. You ever see that movie? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. A long time. Only like yeah, five people seen that if, movie. If he, uh, <laughs> well, wait, no, on Netflix. But if he said this now, is, they're just going to think he's crazy, obviously, right? Yeah, I mean, he I said mean, this every, in a serious tone. Oh, like, this was, was not him joking. He really said he was abducted. No, you he could believed tell, it. You could tell he was serious as hell. It's like, Jim, if I came up to you and was like, yo, uh, on my way to your house, uh, there was, was a abducted. sewer creature and shit. Yeah, you know, you and I'd like, say, that's good, Terrence. I'm driving to Western <laughs> yeah, Psych right? to get checked out, right? You would My know. friend, I wouldn't know. Yeah. So, exactly. So I think, I don't know what's going on with him. I think uh, him that and Amanda is... Bynes been hanging out with what would you do? Justin what, Bieber. I know. I wonder what his family thinks. What would you do if you're like his uncle or something like, you know, he said what? <laughs> his uncle's probably like, I told you our family get abducted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted to believe me. I know we're locked up with foil hats and shit. <laughs> I told you. I told, I told you. The other way, I told you it was true. <laughs> and then Charles Ramsey comes out of nowhere. <laughs> we ate ribs together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dead giveaway. The aliens like ribs. Dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Which is my cousin, by the way. I know. Well, no, I know. <laughs> I've known Terry about a year now. It's hysterical. Everything, everybody in the news, no matter who it is, you are related somehow, too. Yo, it's weird. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, I'll yeah, just say anything's <laughs> going on in the news. Terry. Uh, that's my third cousin. What? <laughs> I'm going to find out I'm related to Baron Davis and be like, shit. Yeah, that's I, my third cousin. I, I, I'm prone to getting abducted. I mean, like <laughs> at least I skipped out on some diseases, but I might get abducted. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Wait, oh, well, a quick word from one of our sponsors right now.
Well, I'm Brian Gumble, and welcome to Real Sports. Up next, I got a chance to talk to ex-NFL player, defensive lineman Fred Piner. You may not recognize the name Fred Piner, but Fred Piner played 14 years with the Detroit Lions as their starting right tackle. After 27 concussions and at the age of 42, now retired and out of football for the last five years, those concussions have changed his life. They've actually made him smarter. That's right. His numerous hits to the head, his head injuries, have resulted in his memory improving 300% and his IQ jumping 95 points and climbing. I caught up with Fred Piner at his home in Mesa, California. Fred, 27 concussions, your brain activity shift better than when you played professional football. You never thought of this while playing recklessly on the football field, did you? No, Brian, I didn't. It's been horrible for me. Uh, it started after my 15th concussion. I started to notice I could read 12 books a week of uh, the calculations of angles to get to the quarterback. At strip clubs, instead of making it rain, I would try to figure out the weight distribution of the stripper pole and was wanting to do logo rhythms to relax. This is a catastrophic problem. I can't stop getting smarter or stop my memory from improving. I'm afraid for my future, Brian. My wife got me watching MSNBC two nights ago. It just broke out crying. When did you start speaking like a nerd, Fred? Oh, it was around the time I retired. I used to speak like a hip Jay-Z. I noticed more and more I started uh, to enunciate. Uh, I started to do things out of the ordinary for me, like I started to remember where my car keys were. I'd catch my agent and advisor stealing mutual funds from me. I'm an NFL player, Bryant. I'm not supposed to be aware of things like that. Is Fred Piner happy? Any regrets playing as long as you did? You did know what you were doing, Fred. I'm happy, and no. No regrets. I love the game. It's just I don't want to find myself at 50 years old talking like the nutty professor or an NPR radio host. I want to play with my kids when I'm old, Bryant, not tell them equations and inequalities. You know, kids gonna want to play with a literary intellect or a biometric science genius. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. I mean, I used to run around shooting people with Hernandez. Now I calculate the bullet metrics for the court system in order to catch Hernandez. I asked Commissioner Roger Goodell what he thinks the NFL should do to rectify the matter for people like Fred Piner. There are many players out there like that who don't get compensation. He declined an interview with Real Sports, but issued this statement from Goodell. The NFL is doing everything in its power to remedy this problem. We are studying helmets and head injuries like no other time in our sports history. So NFL players don't suffer the fate of Fred Piner. We are striving so that any head injury sustained on the football field will not result in a player getting smarter. We wish for all players to leave the NFL League with the same intelligence level they came in with. 42 credits shy of a degree and susceptible to a scamming agent. Up next on Real Sports, our own Andrea Kramer talks to 78-year-old bullfighter Hector Matado, who in his 52-year career as a bullfighter has never lost a match because he uses an AK-47 instead of a red cape. I'm Brian Gubble, and this is Real Sports. So that was Brian Gubble. And now we're going to move on. to the, Our next story here we're going to talk about... Uh, 
the story is interesting. Celebrity condoms are now the hot trend. Did you know? They have these condoms there, but I don't, I don't, the, the celebrities cannot be like authorizing. These have to be unauthorized condoms because like Madonna has one. I saw, I was reading this article on those. That's the, the hot trend. Like everyone's a celebrity. They have like a Keisha one, you know, Madonna has one, uh, you know, Anthony Weiner had, <laughs> he did. <laughs> they, that's what I mean. He couldn't have authorized that, right? The, the Prince William and Kate uh, condom. There's no way they authorized that. There's no way, right? Prince William and Kate would know. Yes, we like condoms. Yes. <laughs> yes. Put our faces on condoms. We, we, that's something we haven't done. I mean, that's the crazy. And then I start thinking about us in Pittsburgh. If they're unauthorized, you know what? We should do it. He's a buddy of mine. I think we just go for it. We'll make a lot of money. I think we go for the Rick Seaback condom. The Rick Seaback condom. Let's do it. Rob, you in? Rob Rogers, everyone at front, the, the great cartoonist of the Post Gazette. The awesome Rob Where, Rogers. You could, do the, you could do the drawing for the Rick Seaback condom. I even wrote like a little condom commercial for Rick, you know. Hi, I'm Rick Seaback and the Rick Seaback condom. It comes in five players, flavors created by Gus from Gus and Yaya on Northside. <laughs> oh, they're great ice falls. <laughs> uh, what about the Jimmy Crin condom? What about now, that would only be two inches. That's the problem. That's <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, the Rick Seaback condom would have to come with some kind of food along with oh, it. Uh, yeah, nice. every time I walk into Parmesan, I pull out a Rick Seaback condom. <laughs> the John Wayne Bobbitt condom, it just has a, uh, just the shaft part and the top is off. <laughs> got the Tommy Lee condom. It's, uh... <laughs> strange story, strange story. Speaking of strange stories... Uh, the big strange story uh, that's out this week. Justin Bieber in the news. John uh, Evans' favorite, favorite performer, by the way. Yeah. Loves the man. But Justin Bieber, uh, did, you, did anyone hear about this? He, he actually, there's a video of him. He, he, he's, he was, he was whiz, pissing in a mop bucket in a restaurant. Okay, so he's pissing in this mop bucket. And they're videotaping him, right? Now, he's 19. He's got to be drinking or something, whatever. He's pissing. And next thing you know, he gets a spray thing and the cleaner, and he sprays the picture of Bill Clinton, and then he starts screaming, F Bill Clinton. No, I mean, just <laughs> F, literally F Bill Clinton out of, like, nowhere. And so the weird, so it's all over the internet. It's my favorite part. Yesterday, the other day, he called Bill Clinton. And could you believe Bill Clinton took his fucking call? <laughs> that is wild that Bill Clinton took his call. Could you imagine? Who <laughs> is it? Bad Johnson Baber. Uh, Justin, how are you, man? Yeah, I pissed in a bucket before, sure. <laughs> Tequila will do that to you, son. Yeah, you better get used to that mop bucket. You'll be a janitor soon. I listen to your music on that. Johnny hates. I know you don't like his. I know you don't like his music. No, I don't like the Beebs. But I, I really <laughs> the Beebs. <laughs> I wish Keyshawn Johnson would have punched him in the mouth uh, because he was. That's when he was racing his Ferrari through this neighborhood, and yeah. his kids are playing in the in the street, and and you know you've got some privileged seventeen year old kid winging around. Uh, uh, Los Angeles going 150 miles an hour in a residential neighborhood. Yeah, someone needs to step in and and and. I don't know. 19. We were talking about this many. You talked this a few times though. 19 years old and you know being a multimillionaire. The only one who could relate to that is Mike Wysocki. Mm. Boom. <laughs> Mike, right what now. was it like? It's tough. It's not as easy you were, as you think. When you were first, 
And then the downfall began when I was pissing in a mop bucket in a restaurant. And then after that, That's when it it hit just, you. it's all downhill but after that. But you always that, treated so. everybody nicely. I tried to along the way, yeah. With yeah. your money? Uh-huh, yeah. Was, was this <laughs> like after you were in Children of the Corn? This yes. This is after? Was af- okay. After Children of the Corn. That's when you did the movies. Children of the Corn. Then walked into my house demanding $30,000. I remember that. It was unbelievable. Justin Bieber pissing in a mob. I mean, what's your thoughts on his meltdown right now? I, I think, well, 19 years old with, with 50 million in a bank, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> That's true. So he's one piss bucket up on me. 23. <laughs> My favorite change from uh, like young person to adult is Miley Cyrus right now. I'm not hating on the twerking. <laughs> your favorite. Uh, yeah. I, I love the twerk. I love Terry the short hair. How, how old is she? How old is she? I, I don't know. She's 18 but, now. She's oh, 18. oh she's, she's legal. Oh, she's we can legal. talk about her. So okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I, hey, oh, God, I know. Be, I was waiting for the guy from NBC cool, to walk in. What's cool. his name? Hey, look, if we learn yeah, anything from R. Kelly, it's check ID. And that's what I do. Chris, what's his name? Chris, whatever the guy from NBC. Chris uh, Hansen. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, man. Why don't you have a seat? Just seat over here. Why don't you have a seat? It's awkward. He catches remember people that? so much. And remember he got caught cheating on his wife? I want to no. know, I he, know I didn't how know that. enjoyable that was for the person that approached him. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> wait, Chris. Yeah, you didn't so know he, that? No, wait. He, he tells he, the story. He, he, he was always catching, you know, perverts uh, on To Catch a Predator. I got to tell you, he must have made the greatest cookie because they always want those fucking cookies. Oh, yeah, they right? love those cookies. Look, if you walk into a house and you smell cookies, I... go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that show was always awkward, Wait, so, man. Oh, it was the worst. But it was, yeah, was he, did, the, he got the caught. The creepiest people. But what, so his wife caught him. He was cheating, he was cheating on her. He was cheating on her. You think he, his wife, he when he walked in, he, his wife went, why don't you have a seat over here? <laughs> <laughs> he should have known. Damn, I smell cookies. <laughs> she never bears <laughs> cookies. He was eating the cookies, you know, real yeah, fast. You know? Yeah, I was with her. What do you mean? <laughs> so th- there's a story uh, uh, out of Australia about this dog named Cleo. And uh, Cleo, interestingly enough, uh, got some antifreeze, which is bad for dogs. It's very highly poisonous for dogs. So... The good news is they were able to save Cleo. The, the lady uh, that owned Cleo brought Cleo to the vet. And, but they gave, the interesting thing was they gave him a vodka drip, which I, find, I didn't know that was any kind of remedy, but it was, yeah, it was all over the internet. It's like, I'm interesting. And you know, little Cleo had a little IV with the vodka thing. I'm like, wow, man, a vodka drip. Hold on, we, we, we have a, the, a phone call uh, uh, coming in here. Let's, uh, hold on one sec. There's a dog named Cleo in Australia that accidentally ingested some antifreeze, which is just horrible. Uh, when he was rushed to the hospital, a vet gave him the remedy, which was a vodka drip. That, that's, I, did, I had no idea that that, that could work, but, but it did, th- thank God. And the owners are all happy, and, and Cleo's all happy, and hold on, there's a phone here. Uh, hello? Hey, Jim. It's me, man. Ralph Cat. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Ralph? Dude, did you hear about Cleo the dog, man? Yeah, Ralph, he accidentally drank some antifreeze. That's horrible. But they saved his life with a vodka drip. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Saved. What are, you, what are you laughing at? He was faking it, man. Cleo was faking it. He wasn't faking it. Hey, listen, Jim. All right, this is you and I talking, okay, man? This goes nowhere beyond us. Cleo is an alcoholic, dude. What? Cleo's an alcoholic. That wasn't even antifreeze, man, really. 
He dropped his blue sapphire martini on the ground. His owner walked in. He started licking it off the floor, man. It was really, really like a scene out of train spotting. It was real freaky. You, you, wait, you expect me to believe this, right? He's, He's in denial, man. It's what Cleo's all about. I want to help him. You could be a part of the intervention. I don't care, dude. But he's like in denial, man. I mean, he, he was in rehab, all right? And he even completed all four steps, you know, which he did well. He was doing well for a while. Wait, 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 Ralph. Wait, wait. It's 12 steps. No, for dogs, they, they do it like, you know, dog years. So 12 steps for humans, like four for dogs. They're, they're basically the same, you know. Step one, I empowered us over the carpet in the side room that I like to urinate on, et cetera, et cetera. It's actually a beautiful step. Well, it looks like Cleo's going to be okay, from, you know, and everything, I hope. You know. Yeah, man, if you beast the D-W-H-I, it'll be okay. D-W-H-I? Yeah, driving while head out the window, intoxicated, man. Oh, it's bad. No good lawyer. Bye, Ralph. Uh, I'll see you later. All right, take care. Get yeah, out. Hey, man. Hey, Jim. What? You want to burn one, dude? <laughs> now Hilarious. it's time for, for Mikey's uh, uh, great segment. We're going to do a segment you know, every once in a while on the podcast. Try to do it, you know, at least every other show. Now I've s- seen everything. Mike Wysocki. Look, I was saying to you, it's, it's a phrase people will use often, <laughs> and it just for some reason really makes me mad because it's not literal. You haven't really seen everything right, when people right. say that. So, I mean, like, I'd like to, p- to pose the question to you. Have you ever seen a handsome, physically fit Cleveland Browns fan in a tuxedo with a Super Bowl ring and a reason to wake up in the morning? See, you haven't really seen everything, is what I'm saying. What about a badass, white, muscular Democrat with neatly trimmed hair who kills his own food? Have you ever seen that? You haven't really seen everything. Conversely, how about a... uh, Young, brown, skinny, Republican, vegan who loves people of all races. Have you ever seen that? No. Never. It's just ridiculous. I don't know why you would say it. I mean, have you ever seen the bearded lady at the circus giving a mustache ride to a clown with a sad face? (laughs) Think about it. The little tear running down the neck. So what I'm saying is, please, people, stop saying you've seen everything because really you have not. (laughs) Mike Wysocki. Well, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I don't know if you have had a chance yet to catch uh, a Terry Jones' new video, Suburban Nights. If you get a chance, you have to download it. Now, if you, you've downloaded the podcast, which we always you know, appreciate and, and love that you do that and, and, and listen to the show. We're going to have Terry perform it uh, right now. Uh, on stage yes, in front with, of all of us with Mr. Jermaine Kicks yes, Washington the, so who is also here. So we're going to yeah. So, and, yes, and we're going to we're going to play man. that we're going to play it in the podcast obviously we we want to Terry's going to do it live for you here. So we're just going to set that up take 1 minute, okay? We'll sit don't move. So we're just going to set it up. And that yeah, it goes go guys. As we're setting it up. We got to talk about this movie that Terry's Terry saw this movie called Shark what's it called? Sharkado? Sharknado. Sharknado. Ladies and gentlemen, has anybody that? here seen Sharknado? Yes. By, uh, like four people. Terry was talking about this like this is an Academy <laughs> Award movie. Oh, it is. It has the dad from Home Alone. Well, <laughs> when's the last time you saw the dad from Home Alone what in a is Shark- movie? What is Sharknado? You could give me the ending. You're not going to mess it up for me. Well, what Sharknado is, it's a tornado that happens to... To, to have sharks in it. And, and the sharks are just flying around the fucking city, biting people and shit. 
And then dudes is cutting them with chainsaws. And then the dad from uh, Did you get uh, into Ralph's catnip? Yeah, that's what. It, you know what? I feel like Baron Davis after watching the fucking movie because. I'm like, no so way. they're flying. They're the- flat. There's a tornado and there's sharks in it, and and the sharks <laughs> like they'll fly off. Like right now, if the tornado came back, it'd just be like a hammerhead, and it would just land on me. <laughs> And, you, and that's normal. That is normal to you, these people. They're like, oh, yeah, there's fucking Sharknado. That's amazing. Which was on sci-fi, you told me. <laughs> it's a sci-fi original movie. All sci-fi original movies have, like, they try to go as crazy as they possibly can. Like, they had, like, Shark the Puss. Or uh, <laughs> there, there was one. But all sci-fi original movies have, like, a... Uh, there's like a suicide that someone does. Like they commit suicide to save. Really? It's like the sacrifice suicide. Like in a murder to save oh, mankind. Oh, like, like if there was a giant shark. Like if the Sharknado came and it was. I'm about looking the, up in the sky when you And do it was that about too. to land on you. I would push you out the way and hold a stick of dynamite and then let it eat me and it blow up. Uh, that that okay. would be uh, Terry. A shark. Okay, I'm gonna start crying. You do that for me. There <laughs> is a Sharknado coming to Pittsburgh. Ain't there sharks in the river? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They'd be like, yo, you definitely got a hold of what Baron Davis was smoking. <laughs> this is Jared and Erdier, and Sharknado isn't hitting Yeah, the you got to check out Sharknado if you get a chance. It's, uh, it's an acid trip. I'm all it's, over that. Yeah. You would never steer me wrong. Oh, no, right? I would not steer you wrong. It, it has the dad from Home Alone. I will continue to say that. It has sharks, Terry. a tornado, and the dad from Home Alone. How can you go wrong? What? <laughs> See, Terry, Terry's in the science fiction stuff, right, Terry? In comic books and stuff. Yeah, You're yeah, a collector. I, I am into that. I mean, my shirt. I what's, got what's fucking, the com- what's the comic I got Darth book? Vader in Japanese on my shirt. What's the so. comic book place you go uh, to? Phantom of the Attic. Uh, actually, Phantom of the Attic. Plugs. The <laughs> best comic book shop in Pittsburgh, Phantom of the Attic in Monroeville. I will, I will live by that. Well, there's only one way to close this special show, and that's what you that's lead the way, brother, suburban with Suburban Nights. Nights, all right? What do y'all say uh, about and that? And we're going to dance behind you. We're going to perform Suburban Nights live. Terry Jones. Yeah. Suburban Nights. Uh, Sledro, uh, play me some Pimpin' Mane. Every day I wake up in the gated community to the fresh smell of Panera Bread. Panera Bread, nigga. Uh, uh. Yeah, punk. What you know about these nice-ass streets in the suburbs, huh? No lines in the middle. What you know about waking up to the smell of fresh cut grass by Bruger's bagels? Not a damn thing. What you know about being the only Democrat and your whole block in the burbs is Republican? Black bears, deers, and foxes run free around here. Free around here. I'm from the suburbs and I'm a geek, ho. We cross the streets without sidewalks playing Dark Souls. What you know about never bouncing checks, ho? I get bullied, so I write them in my death note. I'm at my crib watching anime like every day. Every day. Comic shop nerd life like every day. Every day. I'm salad like Bob, but strike back like Jake. Swag. I'll beat you in Pokemon and sell your cards on eBay. I'm paying on my taxes, hating on me. Ten years through the loan, paid them in three I'm a real G, that means I'm a geek Dogs in the front of you guys is creep Call of Duty Zombies, undefeated street Go to door sales, I run these streets Hustles all legal, but I think I'm big me Doing gang no style, but naked on the beach My tractor got spinning rims and good gas You perks, this is perks of when you being middle class My fantasy chick green just like my grass She hulk on my meat like a big mouth bass This is where we differ, my comic books they be laminated my neighbors be the cops so they never discriminate hey i gotta say right now we we applaud you you were great live audience thanks a lot for today made the show possible ton of fun gotta thank thank a few people sideshow network star chevrolet star nissan in greensburg how about a nice name for needs hotel 
Jimmy Need. Got a lot of people put this together. Uh, Tanner Serpa, uh, Aaron uh, Folio, Jordan Gilliam, Kyle Huffman, yeah, Harry Hayden, uh, Rocco Arteria. Uh, we got that Rob Rogers up front here, my head of my security with Harry. We got, <laughs> we got uh, of course, uh, Kicksaholic. We got uh, Paul Schuschner and Bar Smart. Um, let's see, uh, I, I don't want to miss anybody here. And of course, our gang, you know that. Of course, we have Josh Foley, our producer. Nice hand for Josh. Frank Merger, head of social media. Yeah, Corey Gale, Dave Settlemeyer, Wayne the intern. On behalf of, you know, Terry and, and Johnny and Mikey and myself, we, we thank you so much for stopping out this afternoon. Let's do it again soon. And thank you for downloading. Thanks. So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code CREN at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com.